Hello, welcome to the Modern Musclehead Podcast. This is Scott Tuzan of MetabolicMasterpiece.com, along with Brian Cron of BrianCron.com. Kabam! Kabam! I freaking love it, buddy. We're in for another good call here. Love the hat. Love, oh, the, love the hat. The big cock. <laughs> you dickhead. Cockhead. Whatever you want to call it. You're a baby right here. <laughs> All right, man. Uh, so it's been, uh, we've been kind of sticking with a the theme lately. Getting ready for beach season coming up here. So a lot of the focus has been on fat loss. Our first step a couple episodes ago was just to, to journal your food intake. And whether you're just writing it out in a, in a notebook or a, an online notebook or if you're tracking your calories, your food intake, uh, like on MyFitnessPal, that was the first step. Just kind of see where you're at in the starting point that you're working with. Uh, last episode, we were discussing the rate of fat loss that you should be aiming for each week. And we're looking at about in agreement with about half a percent to 1% per week. Now to this week, uh, this call, uh, we want to get into some of the more advanced techniques of kind of setting up your diet. Uh, one in particular is whether you should be just sticking with a consistent, steady caloric intake, or if you should cycle your calories or even cycle your carbs. And there's Multiple approaches here. So I guess, Brian, we should kind of start off by clarifying what some mm-hmm. of the carb cycling, calorie cycling uh, approaches are out there. You want to start off some some of the ones that you've seen out there uh, in recent years? Oh, man. I've seen everything from like, you know, training day versus off day, you know, carbohydrate intakes uh, to I've seen as much as high, medium, low, and very high, like four different days within within a calendar week. Um, which to me is a lot of it's a lot of complexity. Yeah. Um, but I think the first thing you have to drill down though is: Are you just carb cycling and calories are remaining static? Meaning that um, you're, you, as your carbs go up, presumably like your your protein and fats would, I guess, go down or, or whatever. Yeah, carbs, some, something would have to yeah. change. Yeah. Yeah. Are you doing that, or are you just like manipulating carbs, like keeping protein and fats static? And just you know, swinging carbs up and swinging carbs down, and therefore, obviously, swinging the calories too. Mm-hmm. Um, so, like, there's, there's, I see a lot of muddy water there. Like, people will, will, they think that they're doing this really crazy cycling and confusing their body, but, but their calories are remaining relatively static because, like, they're, they're on some days they're driving up their carbs, but they're bringing their fats really down low, and then on other days they're. You know, dropping their carbs really low, and and they're they're letting their fats get up with you know it's red meat, and eggs, or just more oils or whatever. So, mm-hmm. uh, to get back to your point, I think there's definitely merits to calorie cycling like within a week, and it just I like to keep things simple. So I like to set proteins and fats relatively static, and yeah, I can use I can use carbs that way to kind of modulate the calories. Yeah, as I see fit. I mean that's. Hopefully that wasn't too wordy of an answer, but yeah, no, that's that's the approach that I'm more familiar with. I, I don't yeah. think I've seen anyone take an approach where calories were the same and they were ma- manipulating their macros on a oh. on a daily basis. I think that's that's a lot of work. And I think it takes away a lot of the habit based practices that you and I were discussing earlier. Mm-hmm. Like it's uh, it's a lot easier for me to kind of keep my my fats and proteins the same all the time. 
uh, and just bump up my carbs totally. here and there. It's uh, if I'm trying to change those things on based on workout and keep my calories the same, I think just way too much fluctuation all all over the place. Uh, I, I think the first time I um, came across this was. 11 years, 12 years ago when uh, yeah, Tom, yeah. Tom Venuto's Burn the Fat, Feed the Muscle. I think he mm-hmm. called it the zigzag approach. Um, yeah. And it was calorie cycling was the main focus. So you'd go three days in a, in a deficit and your fourth day was around maintenance, maybe yeah. even slightly below maintenance, slight surplus, just depending on how quickly mm-hmm. you wanted to progress. Um, and mm-hmm. his approach with that was not just the calorie cycling, but those that increase in calories would come from, from carbs. Car. Yeah, exactly. get, your, get your energy up and everything. And I, I enjoyed that approach. Uh, mm-hmm. I still enjoy that approach. Uh, I do find it hard to just increase your carbs. I think if you're going to bump up your exactly. calories, yeah. if you just only want it to come from carbs, I mean, you're really, you're looking at like, you, well, some people may be just looking at sugary foods or something. What what, yeah. it, what out there has is mostly made up of yeah. carbs. You could add in a sweet potato or rice yeah. or oats, extra oats and stuff like that. Um, more natural foods, but I tend to find that I think the whole point of that calorie cycling is uh, it's like that refeed. It's yeah. what some people would refer to yeah. as a refeed. You're, you're three days in a deficit. You need a refeed in there. And a lot of times on that refeed, I'm not just thinking carbs. I Usually I want to treat myself something and there's some extra fats in there as well. Um, so definitely without a doubt, protein is always consistent for me. I think that's the one number that almost never changes at all in my diet. It's just the food choices I eat on a daily basis just kind of dictate that. I just naturally yep. gravitate. No matter what I do, at the end of the day, I can look. I, I'm usually within 10 grams of protein every uh-huh. single day. It just it just happens for me. It stays really consistent. But carbs and fats can can slightly yep. adjust here and there. Well, like I'll, I mean, I, and to, to your point, yeah, I have seen levels of complexity that absurd. Like I have seen, honestly, I've seen five different macronutrient intakes in a 70 calendar week like some yeah. rows and i mean i mean i think for some guys if that keeps you engaged like if this is you know if that level of precision keeps you really in the process and like um then you know what have at it as long as you realize that what's really determining things is is the calories yeah more than anything um and yeah like i agree with you completely like if you're just gonna if you're gonna try to just raise carbohydrates on one day you are really limiting your menu all of a sudden like yeah. uh, there's not many foods that are just straight carbs well I mean, certainly there are but yeah there are, you know if you allow yourself a little bit of wiggle room with you know maybe with fats and protein as well all of a sudden you can have actual you know stuff that you might want to eat <laughs> that's it that's exactly yeah. it that, that's yeah. all about compliance especially if you're going if you're in a 500 calorie deficit and you're eating up to maintenance, 500 calories just from carbs. Yeah, ah, it doesn't sound as exciting as 500 calories from carbs, fats, maybe a little bit of protein in there exactly. as well. Exactly, exactly. Yeah, I mean, yeah, and I'm the same way, man. I mean, I, if you can get just phenomenal success just on a seven day a week diet where the macros are the same, you will get, you can get fabulous success, but. Certainly, there's something to be said, especially when you're in a deficit for having little calorie swings, and it just makes sense to, yeah, because using carbohydrates kind of as that that thing that you manipulate. Mm-hmm. Um, it just, yeah, it's just it just makes sense. It works well. Um, right. People enjoy it. So yeah. So in the beginning, would you say like with your clients, the the first thing that you really want them to do is just you set that deficit, so they're yeah. going to lose about. 
half a percent to one percent of body fat, their body weight per week. Uh, oftentimes, it's going to work out to around the 500 calorie deficit, and just kind of keep them on that 500 calorie deficit consistently for a little while till they get used to that feeling. Um, is that something that you start off at the beginning and then kind of listen for the feedback that, damn, I'm, I'm hungry. I, I'm going to lose yeah. it right now if I don't have a refeed. Yeah. Well, you know, oftentimes it depends on, you know, I often we'll just start at maintenance or we'll figure out what maintenance is and then we'll right. sit there, sit there for a bit, you know, see what's happening, get comfortable, get consistent, which is like, I know I'm a broken record, but I frick that is everything. Get consistent. Yeah. And then, yeah, if, you go into a deficit, and then that's when you these little things you can start to play with them. And you're like, you're, now you're in a deficit. You're consistent. You're in the lifestyle. You're in a groove. Now it's okay. Let's shake things up a bit. Let's have uh, you know, maybe we'll do a couple days low and one day one day higher, or like when you do three, you know, start at three low, one high, or or even simply just if you train four days a week, you know, maybe just on your training days. We'll go a little bit higher, and on your non-training days, we'll go a little bit lower mm-hmm. in carbs and calories. Again, calories are king. Can we without a doubt. <laughs> calories are king. So, um, and yeah, like full disclosure, I, I played around with the much more, you know, kind of labor-intensive forms of carb cycling, and I, to me, it was just too much mental gymnastics. So that's just that's working on myself. Like to make, you know, people I work with do that. That's you know, that's. I don't know. There's just not for the amount of complexity. There's just not a lot of additional return. Right. Yeah. 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 I try to keep it bare bones, simple. Uh, Yeah. I've definitely. I guess I. The more I think about it, I've definitely seen a lot of different complexity. I don't think I've seen where it was keep the calories the same. It was always some sort of calorie and carb manipulation and and difference. Even as much as adding in a fast day in there, so they're they're not eating one day and the next day it's like tons and tons of carbs and fats and the next day it's just mainly proteins and fats and then carbs so yeah I, i've seen a lot of that um seen a lot of people where it's it's higher carb days on their training days and i've never really i've never understood that especially for like someone for myself if i'm in the gym six days five six days a week it's like every day is going to be a high carb day for me a high calorie day i can't it just doesn't yeah, compute totally. so i just i look totally. at i look at it on a, on a on a weekly basis. And, um, yeah, I, I try to, I guess initially, yeah, it all does come down to your experience exactly. with other, without a doubt, your experience. Cause I, I kept it on a schedule initially three days low, one day high. And then you start to realize that like, it seems to be like my back workouts or my leg workouts are the days where my appetite is a lot higher. So Boom. then yeah. I would plan my, my yeah. higher carb, higher calorie days on those days rather than, a set weekly, like a cyclical kind of um, routine. Exactly. That yeah. worked out really well for me. Um, as, long so, as, you respect, yeah, as long as you respect what's really important, which is like the total calories. And then, yeah, you can play around, you know, you can play around a little bit with how things shake down on those individual days. Like, yeah, like I know if I have a leg day, I'm, God, I'm, I'm ravenously hungry after. So, I mean, I might, you know, I might kind of play with my numbers accordingly. So that day is a little higher in calories and carbs. Um, and, things down on other days correspondingly i mean it's just but you have to do the you have to do the basic work first you know you have to do the important stuff and then you can kind of you know fudge around there definitely and and a lot of awareness as with everything a lot of awareness listening to your body and um yeah taking notes seeing it when you do bump things up or when you do cut things down Mm -hmm. how are you feeling and how's your body responding to it 
Um, but bottom line, like I, I do, I do like to look at things on a weekly basis rather yeah. than obsessed mm-hmm. with how things are going mm-hmm. on a day to day basis. So I set my caloric deficit, not just for like 500 calories a day or whatever it may be. Yeah. Um, I look at like on, on a week, I want to be in a 7,000 calorie deficit at the end of the week. And then I can break that down. I can spread yeah. it out throughout the week and maybe it's maybe it is four days low and i have two days that are kind of moderate calories and one day higher but it's yeah i try to try to take out some of that complexity but also kind of fit it into my lifestyle as well i think that's the one thing that worked really well for me was realizing that monday through thursday i can be spot on like i don't mind being in a deficit at all friday I'm usually out with the guys a bit. I like that to be my higher day. Playing darts with the boys. <laughs> get my munchies on. I've been, uh, to dark, I've been to dark night. There's no dieting happening. There's no that. dieting on that. So I know that's going to be my, my so. high day. And then, But Saturday, still, I don't like to just drop right down on the Saturday. I kind of, uh, not, not to be in a, as much of a deficit as I am throughout the week. So I kind of, kind of play around with my, see what fits my lifestyle as well. So the, the main thing is that like if you have, if your goal was 500 calorie deficit a day for seven days a week, and then all of a sudden you're introducing in a refeed day in there, it may mean that you're going to have to drop your deficit 100 Ooh. calories lower the each, of, each of the other days in order to hit that yeah. 0.5% um, to 1% body weight loss per week so a lot of things to really uh kind of weigh in there but really that's it helps to look at things on a weekly basis and kind of set up your caloric structure based on your lifestyle there yeah like i saw a really kind of elegantly simple way of doing it a guy had sent me he uh just established his maintenance diet and this is where the where he was you know weight stable eating the same thing every day and then he also created a second diet, which was, you know, I forget what the deficit was. It was significant, at least 500 calories. And this is a second diet, and he put in just one day of that a week and see how his body would react. And he put in two days of that a week mm-hmm. and see how his body would react. And is it a perfect process? No, but it, it's like that's a very kind of, you know, thoughtful way to approach this, where as opposed to, well, I'm going to have, uh, oh, I never have two medium days in a row. I got to intersperse it with a low day here and a high day here. And I've seen freaking keto days. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, like, it doesn't make any sense at all. You know, as long as you keep your pulse on what's really important to this, to this and not get, you know, boggled down by all the bullshit, you know, yeah. you, can, you can play with these protocols. Yeah. And it, it really, a lot of it's going to just come down to compliance. I think that's where yeah. knowing that my weekends are a little bit looser. Mm-hmm. Um, having that, that little bit of freedom in there. But in the beginning, if someone's coming off, like you just have them start off at maintenance, yeah. just tracking at maintenance, and to play around with the deficit, it may be one day low, one day maintenance, one day low, one day maintenance. Mm-hmm. You can start with that if you want to do some sort of calorie cycling that way. Then push it to two days, push it to three days. Uh, I started off myself with a three-day, and then with success, with having success with that, I thought, well, how would it be if I went – Four days low, one day high, then five days low, one day high, uh-huh. then just once a week where I have a refeed. And uh-huh. definitely Ooh. that yeah. the longer you can maintain that deficit, it's um, yeah. the quicker your results are going to come. Yeah. Uh, I, I think, and now I've been more more prone to kind of experiment with that to to push my yeah. deficit a little bit longer. 
uh, because back in the day it was really, I heard a lot of it, the main reason for doing that calorie cycling was to make sure that your metabolism doesn't like basically <laughs> shut down on you pre- to, prevent, to prevent the starvation <laughs> mode. And um, starvation mode, it, it's definitely a real thing, but I don't think it's happening as quickly as that we, we once thought before. Like so many people are so worried a couple days in a deficit. My body's like freaking out right now. It's going to hold on to fat. It's uh, so it's, there are going to be some metabolic benefits. I'm sure to having that refeed, here oh, yeah. and there. Um, but more than anything, it's going to be the mental break. I find that's the biggest thing. And it's going to yeah. make this a lot more enjoyable when you know you have some refeed days in, in here and there. It's mm-hmm. going to make you comply to the program a lot better. Mm-hmm. That's really what the whole calorie and carb cycling uh, boils down to. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, like the, the mental kind of vacation that uh, one day of higher calories brings when you're in an aggressive deficit, especially when we're, you know, we're talking, getting down to the nitty-gritty here. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, like that's huge. It's enormous. I mean, it can keep people <laughs> engaged so much longer. And and I mean, I, I know there's evidence to suggest that that actually is more, lose fat faster than a just a static diet, even when calories for the week are, are the same, having those swings. So especially as when deficits get really aggressive. So then I would always in, institute some type of a higher calorie day, whether it's every three a year, every four or whenever, you know. Um, that, that, that's definitely when these things become more important. Yeah. 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 Without a doubt. So advanced kind of protocol, not everybody has to do this, but it's a fun little, something to experiment with and to, to see how you respond psychologically as well as physically. Um, especially during a cut, I think it's a lot more fun in a cut. I see a lot of people using it in uh, muscle building mode as well. So as I mentioned, uh, Tom Venuto was the first I heard for mm-hmm. for the calorie and carb cycling with his Burn the Fat, Feed the Muscle book. Uh, then he came out with the Holy Grail, which was a body recomposition book. And uh, he had a few different cycling, mm-hmm. like depending if your goal, if your main goal is fat loss, but you're also hoping to gain a little bit of mass, um, he'd have like three low days, two high days, um, sometimes three and three. Um, and if your main goal was... <laughs> was muscle building with maybe a little bit of fat loss. It was like three days high, two days low. Yeah. So there's all, again, it's going to come down to self-experimentation and trying these. Um, whatever you can, different yeah, whatever things. you can be compliant with. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. 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 So, oh, it's, so throwing so many different things, but try to keep it, try to keep it as simple as possible. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's all. It's all just fun. It's all just meant to, to, <laughs> right to keep you keep you on par and enjoying this process. Don't don't overcomplicate it if you don't want to. And uh, it's a hell of a lot easier when you're tracking calories when you're using a calorie tracker to really fully embrace this this calorie and carb cycling stuff. Oh, yeah. um, but you can do it. You can definitely do it if you're someone who doesn't isn't that into tracking the numbers. If you're really set on your portion sizes, your creature of habit, you eat a lot of the same meals every day, maybe dinners where you get your variety like I am, but your dinners are still pretty consistent on a weekly basis. It's very easy to kind of look at your portion sizes and, and say, all right, I'm, I'm losing, I'm losing a 1% of my body weight each week eating this portion size. If I want to introduce a higher calorie, high, higher carb day, and it's roughly going to be get me up to maintenance. I mean, basically, if it's like a client like yourself. You can almost point yeah. them to the very beginning of their journal. Have a day, yeah. Yeah. have a day like you had 
before we started the deficit there where you're kind yeah. of looking at the portion sizes and the meals that you're eating there. Oh yeah, if you're just a portions guy and you don't like numbers, absolutely. If you've got a baseline diet that you follow that you're kind of eating the same type of things every day, this portion, uh, this meal with this, you know, and it's very kind of, you know, you've, you've been doing it a while, absolutely. You can have a day where maybe you, uh, you have a low calorie day where you just pull back, you know, half the portions of something or, or whatever. I mean, you can, you can do it with portions as long as you know where you're at. Yeah. Like as long as you're in a, in a consistent groove and you can make these kind of like adjustments and not, and have it actually make sense. Like if you're just eating kind of, you know, really, really just, you know, you're not there yet. You have to get consistent. You have to, yeah, you have to get into a groove. And then you can make these kind of manipulations, even without counting hard macros. Exactly. Yeah. Very good, man. Awesome. I think we touched on everything. Um, it's definitely, it's an approach I resonate with. It's uh, the calorie cycling, carb cycling. It, uh, I seem to naturally do it. I just, I go as long as I, I can in a deficit and then I, I need that refeed. So it just, it naturally happens for me where I am cycling my calories and it does keep me consistent um, throughout the year. It's, uh, again, again, it's just something that I enjoy. So find the method that's going to help you comply to your diet and uh, rock and roll with it. Absolutely. Sweet, man. All right. Catch you My next fun. time. Another episode yeah. of the Modern Musclehead Podcast. Again, check out Brian's site, briancron.com. My site, metabolicmasterpiece.com. Let us know if you have any topics you want to cover in a future episode. We'll catch you next time. Kaboom. Okay,